Good morning. Seven minutes after 11 o'clock. You have heard me rail against the Americans with Disabilities Act. Horrible piece of legislation uh, that results in fewer people being hired with disabilities. And it also results in a great deal more litigation uh, because they got literally people who go out looking for lawsuits. For the, because of the America, you got the railing at the wrong. If it's off by an inch, we got a lawsuit. Uh, you don't have a chair to lower people into the pool at your hotel. Shut down the whole pool. Otherwise, you got a lawsuit. Terrible act. Well, John Stossel has a uh, Pregnant Workers Fairness Act. Uh, and, and I think it, it perfectly illustrates the downside to this. Are you pregnant? There's a great new law meant for you could become a real game changer for pregnant employees. It's called the Pregnant Workers Fairness Act. America needs this, we're told, because employers abuse pregnant workers. She wound up in the ER after fainting and collapsing on the retail floor. It's a tough pill to swallow, you know? That's why government must protect women. Because, you know, that's your income. The Pregnant Workers Fairness Act sounds right and fair. Sounds like a great thing on the surface. Vanessa Brown Calder's director of family policy at the Cato Institute. She's pregnant. The Fairness Act is meant to help people like her. I'm somebody who is probably more worried than your average person. Some of the listed accommodations include more time to use the bathroom and rest, flexible hours, and closer parking spots. I get to park underneath with all the executives and it's awesome. It's just decent if you're pregnant. You're pregnant. Don't you want that? Well, you would think that I would be the one that would want this most of all. But Calder understands that this new law may lead to fewer women being hired in the first place. These policies, they are motivated by good intentions. But that doesn't mean that the consequences of these policies will turn out well. No, it doesn't. Remember the Americans with Disabilities Act? Both Democrats and Republicans applauded when President George Bush signed it. But the result of the act? After the ADA passed, fewer disabled people were working. That's right. The ADA actually had a negative impact on disabled workers' employment. Here it is. More disabled people were getting jobs year after year. But once the ADA passed, employment of disabled workers actually dropped. It happened because the ADA makes hiring disabled workers risky. The Pregnancy Act makes hiring women risky. Because you may be a lawsuit bomb. But it does make women more risky and more costly to hire. Um, employers don't know exactly what accommodation the woman might ask for. And once she's hired, it's dangerous to fire her. She might sue. It's safer for an employer to say, I'm just not going to hire you. That's illegal, too, but there's no way for the government to know why I didn't hire. Companies get good at working their way around these regulations. But gullible people assume laws will do just what proponents say they'll do. Pregnant workers now have more protections than ever before. This is really good news. And government officials think what counts is pleasing special interest groups. This new law has wide support from businesses, faith, health, women's, and civil rights organizations. Activists think of the short-term effects of the law, and so it's pretty easy to get behind a superficial reading of the Pregnant Workers Fairness Act and think that it could be a good idea. 
The momentum is always for more rules. And with legislation, oftentimes there's guidance that's issued many years after the fact. So I think this is probably just the beginning. The growing number of rules kills jobs in several ways. Since the Pregnancy Act applies to companies with 15 or more employees. This is an incentive for me if I have a company to stay small. If I have 14 employees, I, I'm taking a risk to hire a 15th. So actually, you kind of get penalized as you grow. Without a law like this, who would hire someone like you? Might have more medical problems, and you're going to leave, at least for weeks. Pregnant workers bring a lot to the table, and I think that many employers see that. But actually, when you create a one-size-fits-all policy like this, it starts to raise uh, many employers' concerns. The Cato Institute? should have the right to fire you because you got pregnant? I think that they should. And part of the reason for that is because I want people like me to be able to be hired in the first place. Exactly. I'm a stutterer. Today, we stutterers are protected by the ADA. I'm sure glad the law didn't exist when I applied for my first jobs. My employers wouldn't have risked hiring me. I would have never gotten a chance. Well, the Pregnancy Act will kill opportunities for women. But the politicians and the media never learn. Yep, they never learn. Uh, but it is just more government involvement. Isn't it ironic that every time they decide they're going to step in to help, they hurt? Every time. I don't care what it is. When the government does something outside of the, the constraints of the, of the uh, Constitution and the doctrine of enumerated powers... In an attempt to make life better, they make life worse. Everything they touch, health care, education, food, medicine, everything they touch, employment. Uh, I, I just, I don't know why people don't get it. I don't understand why people don't get it. 874-9390, the toll-free number is uh, 800-529-5572. Uh, the debate is on tonight for the Republicans. I'm curious, is there something you're looking for? Someone you think might step up and, and really take the lead? My main question is, do you think these debates even matter? Do you think there's even any point in these debates? You might argue that, you know, in the event that Donald Trump... Uh, you know, for some reason, cannot be the nominee of the party of the party, no matter what it is. It's nice to know that there's somebody else in the background. But in all honesty, do you think there's a chance that anybody is going to beat Donald Trump on this nomination? Is there any point in carrying out? Is this just a charade? So. Is it a charade? Is it worth having the debate? And do you have a candidate that you are hoping will pull it out? Someone you think, you know, could have their moment on that stage today. 874-9390. 800-529-5572. There are a couple of candidates up there that I kind of like. Ramaswamy, I think there's a lot to like about him. Uh, and I think Ron DeSantis, Governor DeSantis, is uh, someone else I kind of like. Most of the other ones I don't. I, I think uh, Chris Christie's entertaining to listen to uh, and to watch because he's bold. Uh, 
He's wrong, but he but he's bold. So uh, give me a call. Let me know what you think. Is there any point in having these debates? Should they just call it off? Is it just Kabuki theater? And is there somebody on that stage that you're really hoping will have their moment? 874-9390, toll free, 800-529-5572. And will the government shutdown cause millions of people to starve to death? Uh, Not based on the numbers. That's next. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. 19 minutes after 11 o'clock. Glad to have you with us. Is the debate tonight just Kabuki Theater? Does anybody really care? Will it make any difference at all? President Trump's got a huge lead on everybody in that race, in that debate. Second question is, do you have someone you hope is going to have their moment? Is there somebody you're really hoping will pull through? 874-9390 or toll free 800-529-5572. You can go to GaryNolan.com, by the way, and send me a message and it will pop up in studio. Speaking of messages, I was talking about uh, uh, getting contact lenses and how you have to go back to the eye doctor. Uh, got a, a message from a doctor who said, I'm a physician, and I know that the American Academy of Ophthalmology has the largest group of lobbyists in the medical profession. Uh, 874-9390-800-529-5572. Brian, do you think this, uh, these debates are even worth having? No, not really. I Pretty mean, much. based on the polls, I mean, he's already got it locked up. Pretty much a waste of time, huh? It seems that way, doesn't it? All right. We'll go grab some phone calls. Roy is first in line. Roy, welcome. Good morning, Gary. Tonight is huge. I am really excited. Packers and Lions. Oh, that's Thursday the wrong contest, football. Roy. Wrong, wrong, wrong contest. <laughs> oh, no. that's what, No, it is context. I can watch the debate tomorrow. I can watch the game tonight. I am rooting for DeSantis. You are rooting for DeSantis, and you will. You're going to DVR it and then uh, watch it tomorrow. Somebody else will DVR it for me. Oh, I don't have TV. I watch things on the internet. Well, then here's what you do. Um, you just pay attention to this program, and tomorrow we'll play you some excerpts. Um, yeah, or you guys do a podcast, right? Yes, you do, because I use it. I can watch the debate on the radio like I did last time. But tonight, I've got enough cold brew and I've got a game coming that I love to see. All right. And by the way, Brian, are we not carrying? I think we're carrying this. We debate. are carrying the we debate carrying. tonight. But uh, Roy's going to be watching football, so it doesn't matter. Well, you right? can watch football, turn the volume down. You can always tell what's going on by watching the plays. That's and true. I never thought about that. And listen to you us. And there won't the be a fine you now. Want, but you won't have my attention during the game. Who wants it? <laughs> <laughs> Who needs it? Roy, take care, buddy. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Chris, is this Kabuki Theater, this debate, is it just a waste of time? And do you have someone you hope might just have their moment on the camera? Yes, Gary. I'm, I'm going to watch. I think uh, it's worthwhile. I think eventually I'd like to see a one-on-one runoff between Trump and one other alternative, some curious to see through these debates if one eventually rises above the others um maybe nikki haley i don't i don't necessarily choose her as my second pick but uh 
she seems to be polling really well against Biden now. Yeah, I, I would like to see that field narrowed down so that you can have at least somebody with enough support to make it important for a debate. And, and I think that's absolutely necessary. I think somewhere along the line, Trump uh, is going to have to get uh, he's, he's going to have to stand up and show that he's still got it. Can I give you one more thing that I've observed? Sure. Uh, Carl Rove wrote an article that uh, had to do with some polling after the first debate, and it was something I hadn't seen before. It was a question, who are you considering? Not not who's your top choice, but who are you considering? And a lot of the folks who were in the debate, uh, first debate, their numbers rose. Trump's actually fell the number of people considering. And he still got a big lead, but the direction was in the in the negative for Trump. Yeah, the media keeps painting this as a foregone conclusion, uh, uh, a fait accompli. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see if that changes. If if the field narrows, it just might. The next debate is going to be higher hurdle, fewer people on stage. Uh, that just might happen. Chris, thank you for the call. See you, Gary. All right, buddy. Take care. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Tim, good morning. Good morning. Is this uh, is is this debate a waste of time? Oh, Lord, no. This is the best. We're actually getting um, the Republican candidates our future, because Trump can only have four more years. We're looking at the next future uh, Republican regime. We're looking at the ones who are going make, to make the, make the cut, whether it's vice president or whether it's president after Trump's four years. So I think Trump's going to pull it off. I think that we're going to – I'm just watching to see who's going who's gonna, to who's gonna be the next candidate. And if Trump would, does get the nomination, that Dennis can't be his running mate. So I'm looking at Ramaswamy and Haley as the next two. The rest, the they can just You think he would take Haley? Uh, you know, he's he really upset with her because she said she well, would never run against well, him. Well, then you know what? Well, well, we'll see what happens. A lot of people say that, and then they end up doing it. So we'll see. But we've got to look towards the future of the party as the young people who are getting affected by the economics of the Biden effect, they're really hitting it hard. They're, get, they're getting hit hard by it. And they're going to be, in the next four to five years, they're going to be hitting hard, getting it worse, whether it's fewer jobs or not enough money to pay, make the bills they need to pay. And they're going to say, oh, I need to look at a better way of doing this. And this is just good, this is just good theater for the Republicans to show us. I hope they all just go, just go, why they're better than than the, the Democrats, point by point. They don't have to. Ha they don't have to be against each other. The, t the top person will rise. I don't know who it's going to be. Yeah. But yeah. I like the previous caller. Let them have a debate with Donald Trump. If they want to, but I think Donald Trump's going to be the nominee. And I think he's going to win it. All right, Tim. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. You know what I really wish, uh, and I, and I think this this is Reagan's eleventh commandment. That if Ramaswamy and uh, Haley have a different view of foreign affairs, that Ramaswamy can say, I think I have a better way of doing this. Instead of saying she's an idiot or, you know, her way is all wrong, uh, what, what, what these Republicans need to do in their debates is say why they have a better idea without attacking the other side. Because when they attack each other, Instead of saying my idea is better, they stay. They they uh, they get up on the on the stage at the dais and they start, or uh, and they start saying, "Well, the other guy's an idiot, 
or that plan is absolutely stupid. Uh, that can't possibly work. What happens is there are Democrats watching. And whoever wins that nomination, those Democrats are going to take notes. Well, Republican so-and-so said that is absolutely stupid, and we agree. They're giving them ammunition. So instead of saying, I've got a better idea, I think we should go this way, what they're doing is they're saying, that's absolutely wrong. That will never work. We can't do this. And that gives the Democrats ammunition. They just feed it back. Reagan's 11th commandment. It's not easy to adhere to, trust me. Uh, Brian says, uh, what I'm looking for tonight, anything but watching the debates. Law and order, Perry Mason sorting my sock drawer. <laughs> uh, Perry Mason. Is he still on? I'm not sure. He must be on somewhere. You know, with 8 million channels out there, there's got to be somebody carrying that show. RJ, I think the debates are still valid. Trump may not legally be able to run if he's found guilty. Also, some of the debate answers can make a difference. I was in favor of Nikki Haley until the first debate where she stated that global warming was a real concern that needs to be addressed. That turned me away. I like Ramaswamy and Tim Scott. Ramaswamy has a draw similar to Trump in that he's a business person, not a politician. And I really like that. Thank you, RJ. I just, you know, the things that uh, impress me about DeSantis, and, and there are some things about DeSantis that I'm not crazy about. I, th I think he handled the Disney thing badly. Um, I, I, there are things about him I like. Uh, his view of uh, the, the, the COVID mandates and uh, his willingness to fight for smaller government and, and, and small, fewer regulations. Uh, I, there are things about the guy that I just like. He is a governor who's done very, very well in Florida. Uh, his re-election was terrific. I don't know why he's faltering. I watched this happen with the governor of Wisconsin uh, eight years ago. I was like, how could this guy possibly not win? Uh, but he, he didn't make it. Uh, and I'm hoping DeSantis is able to pull it out. Uh, I think he'd be a better candidate all the way around. But there is uh, an interesting take on uh, DeSantis with regard to these uh, mandates for electric vehicles. Uh, I will share that with you after the news. Uh, it's the sort of thing I like to hear. Uh, let's see, Brian is back with another comment. He says, uh, on every every day, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. and 10.30 p.m. on METV, free over the air. Perry Mason. You know, that we should have actually told Roy about the Internet, that he can watch TV on his computer. I don't think he's that technologically Tech advanced, yeah. Yeah, he, he, the the interwebs would would yeah uh, would confuse him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we we had our chance. We could have told him. We just didn't. All right, I will uh, give you the. Uh, I'm going to watch some Perry Mason if you don't mind during the break. Oh, absolutely. Just okay, fine. good. <laughs> wow, I love you. Know, it's really a great. 
uh, melody there. It is. All right. When we come back, Ron DeSantis on battery-powered cars. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show. Welcome. Glad to have you with us. It is uh, 35 minutes after 11 o'clock. And Ron DeSantis was doing a radio interview and talking about uh, these battery-powered cars. And I, 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 there are just a lot to like about this guy. Uh, there's nothing wrong, he said, with people buying electric vehicles as long as they want to. However, he said a DeSantis administration won't coerce Americans to buy electric vehicles. And it will eliminate all of President Joe Biden's mandates, forcing them to do so. We're going to rip out all the Biden mandates, all this stuff that they're doing to try to promote EVs. I have no problem with you purchasing one on your own. If that's what you want, there is nothing wrong with that. This is a competitive market, and that's how it should be. But what Biden is doing makes us more reliant on China because China mines the critical minerals that go into these uh, EVs. And that got me to thinking, Brian, if you buy an EV, you don't have to get an emissions check, right? That's correct. Well, I, it, I guess. I don't know. Well, there'd be no, There's emissions. no emissions to yeah. check. Really. So it would be exempt, would it not? Yeah. Okay. Now, step two. Have you seen them take classic cars with internal combustion engines and swap them out for battery power? They do this. I have not seen that. I've seen them do it with everything from an E-type Jaguar to Camaros, Mustangs, all kinds of cars. They take what would normally be a gasoline-powered engine out. They put in a heavy battery. They put in a, a couple of motors. And they convert them. What would happen if you bought a, a, a battery-powered car, pull the battery, pull the motors... And threw in an engine <laughs> and a transmission. You'd never have to go get an emissions check because they think it was just a battery-powered yeah, car. Yeah. And if they can retrofit one, they can retrofit the other. Because I will not own a, a battery-powered car. I, I absolutely will not own an EV. The technology is just not there. But boy, wouldn't that be a, a way around... Having the emissions test. Oh, as soon as government discovers that people are doing that, they'll immediately jump into action to stop it. You know how they are. Well, it was an idea. Thank you for shooting it down, I'm Brian. sorry. I'm thinking ahead. They do it every single time. It's like, hey, this would be a great way to stop smoking. Oh, no, you can't stop. You have to have a prescription for nicotine gum but i want to stop no no you can't do that but i can go buy cigarettes right there at the uh checkout yeah you gotta go to a doctor first it's just stupid stuff like that that you know back before you could actually walk into a pharmacy and purchase nicotine gum you had to have a prescription for it even though you wanted to stop smoking yeah it's just stupid. And now, of course, today, the government refuses to recognize that vaping is safer than smoking. Even though, in Great Britain, the government is encouraging people to vape. I know. I mean, go figure. And people trust the government? Yeah. 
Well, right here, the Boone County Health uh, Department said you can't vape in a restaurant or a bar. Or a stadium outdoors. How stupid is that? I know. It's, it's, um, they have a restriction on it here at Mizzou. No vaping. No, no, you can't. You might as well keep smoking. There's no advantage in quitting smoking. smoke either. In the yeah, stadium, I know, but, but if you if there's no advantage to vaping, you might as well keep smoking. If if I have to leave the premise to vape, I might as well leave the premise to smoke. But if I'm allowed to vape, I might vape instead of smoking because I don't have to go off premise. It would be a way to encourage people to quit smoking. But they're so damn stupid and so damned arrogant that they think they should make all these decisions. You can't make them because you're, you're too, too stupid. stupid. Painfully true. Uh, who's making money off of these uh, immigrants coming into the United States from the Mexican border uh, in Manhattan? I just got some interesting information. I'll share that with you in just a minute. Um let me uh, let me get uh, the phones here. Let me get Les on. Les, good morning. Hey, Gary. Uh, Hyundai and Kia just had a recall of 3.4 vehicles due to uh, O-rings uh, leaking, possible causing a fire, and they're recommending nobody park these in their garages. Are we talking I, about EVs? We are now because I'm changing the subject. My daughter and son-in-law own an EV. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, and, wait, 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 yeah. wait, 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 wait. Roll back the clock. Yes. You said these two auto manufacturers have a problem with O-rings yes. and, that, and that there's a potential fire hazard they should not be part. Are these, those cars these with are those... Gas. Cars. These are gasoline-powered cars. These are okay. gasoline, but every EV, and I want to emphasize, every EV has a heating and cooling system of liquids going through these pipes, through, through these hoses, and if any of those O-rings fail, those liquids will pour out and the battery will heat up and burst into flames. Yep. Every electric vehicle will be recalled at some point when they when these O-rings start failing and they start leaking because the computer is saying heat it up because it's cold, cool it down because it's hot. O-rings will fail and these vehicles when they run out of liquid will burst into flames. The right. idea is not there yet. All right, I agree Les. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan show. Yeah, they even if they're not being charged even if they're not being charged, they can burst into flames. And then they're virtually impossible to extinguish. I mean, you gotta, you really need a lot of water. <clears throat> and the water doesn't actually put the fire out. All the water does is help keep the battery cool. And when, uh, when all the liquid finally uh, has been burnt out of it, then it stops. Insane. All right, so we got all these people coming across the border. And again, I'm an open borders kind of guy. You want to come here and work, I'm good with that. I just want to make sure you're, you know, not a murderer or carrying a deadly disease. You should be able to come here and go to work. I am good with that. But what we have now is a bunch of people coming here and taking advantage of the welfare state in one way or another. 
And curiously, your tax dollars are putting them up in hotels that you and I probably would find too expensive to, to stay in. But what's worse than that is who owns some of these hotels. So I get this out of Manhattan. Years ago, shining example of American ingenuity, American greatness. Today, this hotel is fully occupied. All 1,025 rooms completely booked, full of illegal migrant families being housed here at a cost of $6,000 per month per family. That's $75 million in taxpayer money used here at this one hotel in Midtown Manhattan. The worst part of the story, this hotel is owned by the Pakistani government. That's right, the same government that housed Osama bin Laden is now getting $75 million a year from American taxpayers to house families that are here illegally in America. Well, that doesn't frost my buns. No, 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 seems perfectly fine. Would they be coming here if they didn't get a free place to stay? I, I don't think so. I don't think so. 874-9390-800-529-5572. We're going to take a break here in a minute and come back and tell you about a Navy ship that, well, almost shot down a 737. That's next on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. It is 1149. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Brian Hansen, engineering, pushing the buttons, making things happen. Uh, the second GOP debate is uh, this evening, and it will be carried here on our home station, uh, the Eagle 93.9 KSSZ, and it will be on in Jeff City on KWOS. Uh, we will not be airing the Cardinals game that uh, because this is a, a way for people to understand what a lot of the candidates stand for and believe in. So be sure to tune in. And again, I remind you, it is always better to listen on the radio than to watch on TV. No distractions. You just get the content. Not, oh, look, is he sweating? Uh, no, just listen on the radio. It's better. Apparently, there is a, 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 a Navy uh, firearm. It's more than that. It's... It's called a Phalanx anti-aircraft gun, and one of uh, one of our ships apparently zeroed in on a seven thirty seven. The U.S. Navy uh, anti-aircraft system. This thing can fire four thousand five hundred rounds a minute. God, that would turn any aircraft into Swiss cheese. The anti-aircraft system is seen in this video training its sights on a passenger jet while the sailors are laughing and pleading for the machine to change uh, its seeming course. Uh, this is the MK-15 Phalanx close-in weapons system. Uh, track the aircraft with its powerful six-barrel 20-millimeter cannon while crew members shouted, No, no, no! as if it was a misbehaving dog. It followed the passenger plane, believed to be a Boeing 737, for a few seconds before it got powered down uh, and it lowered the weapon to the relief of sailors. Can you imagine what that would do to a passenger jet? Oh, man. 
Well, were they even pointing the weapon at <laughs> a passing jet for? I don't think they were. I think it was. You mean this thing is like an AI product or? Well, it's been around, I guess, for a while. Um, but I mean, it has to have some human intervention to say. Well, there is human intervention, I think, when it's a small boat or a ship that's coming up to them. But if it's an aircraft, I think it's on auto. Oh, man. Um, the MK-15 Phalanx has a, a tracking antenna, and it automatically it, it, it's automatically aimed toward what it perceives to be a threat, along with its uh, powerful cannon. It sends the information to a computer system until a probable hit is determined, uh, which is when uh, the electronically driven motors move the gun into the proper position and keep tracking the object. It can then fire uh, its cannon automatically if it's preset to do so. Uh, it's far more likely to need approval uh, to fire uh, from a human operator. But it's uh, Phalanx operating on the uh, frigate USS Jarrett. Uh, it was in the fully automatic mode uh, during the 1991 Gulf War uh, and ended up firing uh, at, at uh, the Iowa-class battleship USS Missouri. And that offends me personally because it's the USS Missouri. Uh, it came after the uh, battleship fired a super rapid bloom offboard uh, countermeasures uh, chafe canister while under the threat from uh, Iraqi silkworm anti-ship missile attack. No one was injured. Uh, so it, it, it has uh, apparently uh, accidentally shot at uh, the wrong target on occasion. Uh, it locked in on an A6 intruder instead of the target that it was towing during a, an exercise in Hawaii. The pilots had to uh, eject in order to survive. Uh, but it's quite a weapon, and it somehow trained itself on a passenger jet. God, that has to be terrifying. Uh, I, I can't imagine what it was like for those guys. And I bet the, the laugh was a nervous laugh. I bet it was a nervous laugh. Speaking of nervous laughs... I am betting that um, the energy secretary is probably having one right now because the Republicans in the House of Representatives are launching a probe into her taxpayer-funded road trip with a battery-powered car. You may recall they couldn't find places to charge their cars. Uh, they used a gasoline-powered truck to, to uh, secure a location. So people who were waiting to charge their cars couldn't because the truck was waiting for the energy secretary to get there and just blocked the path. Well, apparently the Republicans are, are going to look into this. This is not going to be a pretty report, and I'll bet Jennifer Granholm is just a little uncomfortable uh, knowing that they're going to do this. She took a 770-mile a trip uh, through the southeast uh, U.S., so she could tell us how great those battery-powered cars were. Uh, it's just that it, it didn't turn out so good for her. And it probably won't turn out so good for you. Let me tell you what's coming up. Glenn Beck is going to be on board in just a few. Sean Hannity will follow that. Uh, and then you, you just can't go wrong with Randy Tobler. I may call the Randy Tobler show today just to see if I can get on the program. You should, yeah. You talk about uh, some subject that... Uh, well, I, I would like to talk to him 
about the Food and Dr uh, Drug Administration. That's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, and get his take on them. Because he would know. And what is this enterprise he's got? Can, I, I should have had you call him right now and have him come on my show. Well, we're kind of running late now. Yeah, but, I know. Uh, it's too late now. He's seeing a patient. But I should have said something earlier. He, he's got a, a different kind of a clinical approach, a kind of a free market clinic? He does, yeah. Body of health. It's uh, exploding right now. It's direct primary care. And uh, folks are raving about the place. So, yeah, he's quite busy nowadays. Well, I think, um, I think we'll have to get him on the show maybe tomorrow. We will. Yeah, makes sense to me. To, it, it, now, tomorrow, it'd be a very narrow window. Because tomorrow is Think Tank Thursday. Kevin Jackson will be with us. Jim Babka is going to be on board. The Show Me Institute will be with us. Uh, we got Ron Calzone, MoFirst.org. Calzone. Calzone. Uh, and then if that's not enough, we have uh, Mike Murphy, Como Buzz, and Dave Rowland. Uh, so it's going to be a, a full house tomorrow. Look forward to it. 874-9390, toll-free 800-529-5572. I don't know if I'm going to have time to get into much detail here. Uh, there is a poll. Uh, is censorship a partisan issue? Uh, the story is it real clear politics. The concept of free speech uh, goes back to the 5th century B.C. I didn't know it went back that far. In ancient Greece, codified in America's founding uh, in, 19, in uh, 1791 uh, with the uh, ratification of the Bill of Rights. It is important that we preserve it. But somehow I think there are a lot of people who don't want to hear from the opposition, from anybody who disagrees with them. The answer to speech you don't like is not to curtail speech. It is to speak up yourself. That's the beauty of the Constitution, or at least one of the many fabulous parts of it. Free speech should be for everybody. Uh... Brian, do I have time to do this uh, grand home thing on the battery power? If it's fast. All right. Alan, time is of the essence. You've got to go fast. Yeah, Gary. I was just going to say, I don't know that Jennifer Granholm, ha Granholm has the capacity to be nervous. I think she thinks she's just so wonderful that there's nothing she could possibly have to worry about uh, when, in fact, she's a real idiot. The other thing, if there's time, uh, you were mentioning my pillow this morning. I was going to say, I was like you. I was a little skeptical, and so I bought it locally at a Walmart when they had them because I figured I could return it easier. Fell in love with them, bought them, put them on our bed, and put them on all our guest beds, and everybody who's used them has ordered them. Well, everybody. Knowing you as I do, I, I can't imagine you'd have any guests. <laughs> All right, Alan, take care. Got to run. Whatever it is in life that you want, go out and get it. Don't wait for the government to drop it in your lap. You make it happen. You seize the day. Carpe diem and Gwen, baby, honey, I'm coming home.